Greetings. The following podcast may include stories featuring dumb people doing really dumb things, some nonsensical segments, and some saucy language. Consider yourself sufficiently warned. Now enjoy the show. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 125, we learn that just because you're a Princeton professor doesn't mean everything you say is smart. The robots have made the first move in the war against humanity. Hunger Games is back in a fantastic prequel. You know, love prequels here. And much, much more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here. Episode 125, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. It is the Waffle Box, the original Waffle Box to accept no substitutions because it is the people's podcast. It is also the best part of Wednesdays coming to you all the way from the future home of Super Bowl 60. We are thankful that you listen to this. You listen to this because we are thankful for you. Is producer Lathan even here? Or is he still on vacation? He's still on vacation. Son of a bitch. Mike Fish, throwing back to you then. Appreciate it. Well, speaking of, oh, God, look at all the sunlight in my eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like it's in my eyes. Like, I mean, um, th- what's that movie where Cocoon is it? Cocoon? I look like one of those. Ooh. There is a movie named Cocoon with the old people and the, and the aliens, the, the old people who were actually like 55. Yeah, pretty. And it had that it's fellow in it in who, was, who was in everything Wilford at the time, he was in Police oh, Academy. Uh, um, Steve Gutenberg, two, three men and a baby, Steve Gutenberg. And other such things. I, 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 you know what? I don't like this lighting, though. Look at this. Look, it may, makes me look like I've got a gray bit it of my does beard. Look like you got. Mm. I'm gonna have to just keep good posture. You have to. Gonna have to drag neck at the rest of the show. Oh, oh, the, the Dude, your shoulders are... are gonna be sore. Like I can feel the muscles in my shoulders now. Do it, doing this. Like, well, well, it's my fault. It's my fault because we're doing this. I did. A lot earlier than usual because as soon as I we hop off this recording and I edit in all that good stuff, I am jumping in a cab and to the Newark Airport and traveling to Viva Las Vegas. Oh, it's great Thanksgiving. You know, oh, who, it's great. I, I'm, I'm already dreading it going to an airport the week of Thanksgiving. But uh... <laughs> the week of Thanksgiving is awful. I have found though flying on Thanksgiving delightful. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's pretty much already done it. But yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping because it's, you know, behind the scenes, you know, it's even though this is the best part of Wednesday, we're recording this on a Monday. So hopefully, I'm hoping Monday might not be too bad as much as Tuesday and Wednesday. It's probably going to be horrendous at the airport, but we shall see. We shall see. As long as I can get through security pretty quickly and find myself a nice little seat at a bar, I'll be happy. There you go. Because I, I, I just... Because I skipped my usual bit, because, you know, my usual bit is through security, get cigarettes from duty-free, then sit at the bar, but you, there's no duty-free from internal flights. Well, I'm sure there is, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think you get a discount. Then. Not much so of one, at least. And I'm pretty sure nicotine capsules are cheaper in Las Vegas than they are in New York, so I'll just, I'll just, I'm there. Fingers crossed. 
I mean, I'll, I'll Google it before I go, but I'm more certain. Because how much, how much is cigarette? Not, not, not that we're condoning cigarettes. No, cigarettes just, is I, bad. Smoke them if you got them. But um, I haven't had a cigarette in nearly 10 years, and I say light those suckers up, please. Do it, do it for Kush. Kush says have a cigarette for him. What have you been up to, anyway? What have you been up to before? Oh, my God. I had a busy weekend. I was working the, the Warriors game. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just... Just tried to squeeze in. Yeah, oh, the Warriors are having some of the worst goddamn luck ever. What's crazy is it's six weeks into the season, but we've. When I last worked, we had only we were only six games into the home schedule, which I thought was quite quite odd. So, anyways, uh, otherwise, yeah, man, it's, it's a good weekend. Stayed out of the rain, caught up on some TV, loving uh, love what they did with Gen V. Over over on Amazon Prime, the new Invincible season is uh, going pretty well. Uh, there was a third season of Upload, which we did a review for uh, for season two, which I found quite delightful and charming. And uh, you know, it's a nice quick burn too. So nice, nice. I I went out and uh, enjoyed some culture mm. last week. I went. I went a fancy lad. I actually went into Brooklyn and went to see a musical act. Or a, a gig, as the kids call it. I went to see Teddy Swims. I don't know if you're familiar with Teddy Swims' work. Can't say that I am. But he's a, you know, I'm not going to shame him, but he's, he's, a, he's a he's a large white man. Oh. And when I say large, I don't mean, he's not, he's not a big, he's not a fat boy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, he's, oh, he's, okay. just, he's, just, he's a stocky fella. You know what I mean? He's, not, he's like, if he, if he was working the door at a club, he wouldn't look out of place. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? He looks like he can handle himself. Okay. But the man has a voice of an angel. Good Lord. Oh, it's so okay. soulful. If you like a bit of soul music every now and again. I do. Do yourself a favor and check out some Teddy Swims. Oh, so Teddy Swims. Sounds but very the... aquatic. Mm. But uh, I will say, the show, if I had to do a quick 30-second review of the show, the performer, 10 out of 10. Venue... Two out of ten. The venue is horrible because oh, it's 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 called Terminal Five in in no sorry it wasn't in Brooklyn it was in Manhattan sorry I do apologize but if you're what if you're not familiar it? with Terminal Five in Manhattan it's just basically a converted old um, warehouse okay and it has like th it has the main floor and then three levels so you have like three balconies but the way it's designed okay. is that unless you're in the front row of those balconies you ain't seen shit and so you just hmm. end up i mean you can hear it and hear the live music uh, and as i say he sounded amazing but i was just like staring at tv monitors most of the show <laughs> were the were the ticket prices reasonable like honestly 20 bucks to get in they were purchased in a group thing, and it was a while ago, so I, I, I have no idea that's how much right. it costs right. now. But... Honestly, but yeah, man, like I, I can already picture the venue, and I imagine like whatever level you're on, you walk into the bathroom, and you, you are overwhelmed by just wondering, did they piss in the bucket that they used to paint the walls with here? What the fuck? No, no, I don't know. You oh, okay, we're lucky then. But uh, you've never yeah, watched no, I mean, the men's room. It's a good looking venue. They keep it clean, okay. they keep it nice. But it was just the, okay. the design of it was 
very poorly planned. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's, anyway. Um, also, before we dive into the show, I've got a quick, quick shout out uh, to Mr. Alex J. Middleton, famously of the Rob oh. Ryan Show, uh, Houston, Texas, also past the Gravy Podcast, and Claire and Big Blue Podcast, which you can check out, which is hosted by Alex J. Middleton, and a fantastically gorgeous English man as they talk about West Ham United and New York Giants. Follow that at CBB pod. But this, so he's been doing a thing where every weekend he has crawfish for dinner. He has crawfish oh. for dinner. He's a so big I'm crawfish allergic guy. to seafood, shellfish, and other crustaceans well, and shit. That don't hang out with so Alex on Sundays. I then. will not. That's... Yeah, I'm already cringing. <laughs> but he completed this weekend his 200th consecutive weekend of having crawfish for dinner which is insane weekends of crawfish good for him it's insane he calls himself the cow rip you know of crawfish i'm sure it's oh. an american sports reference i don't understand but i'm happy yeah. for him so cal ripkin was a pitcher i want to say for the baltimore orioles and i believe he's in the major league baseball hall of fame well um, i imagine calling himself the cow rip you know, of crawfish is a compliment yes like a Call yourself the the Zach Wilson of crawfish. Mm-hmm. That'd be another. Okay. That's great. Only two hundred weekends. I feel like I eat more chicken on a daily basis. That's like every weekend yeah. for like four years. I eat like chicken like four times a week though. Compared to crawfish, chicken, or is it chicken of the sea? No chicken. I I just told you I can't eat anything that breathes underwater. So yeah, it's no, just, just chicken, that. chicken. Oh, so it wouldn't oh, be chicken no. of the sea then. <laughs> But I mean, if you like, have you have you like, have you gone out and ordered a chicken dish every week? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. every week for four years. Every week, longer. Hell yeah. As Ron Burgundy once said, "Don't believe you." But uh, oh, there you go. Speaking, how, of, speaking how dare you? <laughs> I was looking for a. Uh, for canned chicken, because I'm very bougie. I feed, I cook dinner for my dog. Mm-hmm. Not every night. I cook like batches mm-hmm. every week. You know, so, so mm-hmm. sweet potato, carrots. I boil it down. Mush, 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 mush. Throw in a can of chicken. Mush, 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 mush. A little bit of avocado oil for the joints. You know, keep it healthy. And so I cook her like dinner, right? And so I was like looking. Cause normally I go to Costco. Shout out to Costco, I guess, because it's bulk buying. But I was, I was running short. I can't bother to go to Costco just for a chicken. So I went to the local grocery store to buy a canned chicken. And what was really pissing me off was I was trying to find these cans of chicken. And what kept throwing me off was apparently every fucking company that cans tuna, rather than putting tuna in big writing, puts chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea. Oh, and I just kept getting, oh, is that is it? Oh, fucking that's tuna as well. Oh, fucking chicken of the sea. Well, so chicken of the sea is an actual brand name. Oh, well, that maybe yeah, they're very popular in this grocery store, but still, it's like what the very fuck? popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're it's a very popular brand. But yeah, it's just just tuna. But yeah, it it throws people off. There's a. Do you remember the pop singer Mandy Moore? And maybe she never filled it yes. over to you yourself. No, yeah, I'm I'm familiar okay. with her work. Yeah, she got a. She got made fun of a lot because she never knew what chicken of the sea was. She was like, are there actually chickens in the sea? And people were like, ah, <laughs> dumb bitch. And it's like, nice, uh, no, guys, she's, she grew up in a, in a, in a high, high class home, man. Like she, she doesn't eat food out of cans like the rest of us peoples. Okay. She's, she's never been exposed to that. Leave her alone. 
Reminds me of George Anchorman 2. When he's trying to get the band back together, Ron Burgundy's trying to get the band back together, and he finds Champ Kind running a chicken restaurant. And he turns out to cut costs. He's been deep frying bats rather than chicken. Ah. <laughs> and he's like, should you do it? And, and he's, I don't know if it's in, in the actual movie or it's in the, the deleted scenes, like the blooper reel. But he was like, some people call bats the chicken of the air. And Rumberg said, who, who says that? Who says that? <laughs> I hated Anchorman 2, but they actually did. The home, the, the original DVD of Anchorman 2 has two different versions. One is the movie you saw in the theaters, and the one is just like, there are all these other bits that we couldn't stuff in this movie, but we had enough footage. We made a whole different movie. We're still going to call it Anchorman 2, but here, here it's, it's in the special features. I think they did that with the first one laugh. as well, where they made a separate movie about, and they called okay. it like Anchorman 1.5 or something like that. Not 1.5, that's a jackass, but yeah, they did something similar to that. Yeah, <laughs> that was jackass. Yeah. Oh, the blooper reel. Oh, the, if you don't just do yourself a favor. So watch Teddy Swims and also watch the what do they call it? Not the bloopers. It's called like the the laugh, the reel, or something like that. They call it or whatever. I'll figure of, it out. Of Anchorman 2. On the it's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, I'm not gonna mention it. I'm not gonna spoil any of it for you because out of context, it won't be very funny. But there you go. Um should we just should we just crack on? Should we just crack on to this week's show? Let's do this, buddy. Let's week's do this. Thanksgiving special, as you can see by the. I've done nothing special about the overlay. It's just what is it about? It's I'm about, wearing fall colors. You are. I'm just wearing a blue t-shirt with a wolf box logo on. But uh, by the way, buy the merch. With buy the merch, man, on it. Because it's you know Thanksgiving is all about exploration. Because you know we are giving thanks to the mass culling of turkeys and the mass culling of indigenous people. No, no, we actually had a nice dinner that night. Don't, don't start that shit. We had a nice dinner that night. There was corn oh. and maize and we had some turkey and there was cranberry sauce, which is fantastic because the store was closed at that hour. So I don't know how they did it, but look. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not judging anyone coming from a British background you know we we did our fair share of shit back in the day but you know what you did you know no no you, you know what if, if anything this is your fault because we left the united kingdom to get away from you cunts that's and then you just you just if, still if you're still horrible the flight of the so the the, 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 the apple the doesn't fall far from the tree you. huh it's you it's you yeah it's you and your whole goddamn empire no, we don't want to pay taxes without representation. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, let's crack on. It's time for this week's. <laughs> that was that was the digital equivalent of us wrestling on the lawn, and then Dad just spraying the hose on us. All right, you boys, me stop and, that shit. Me like getting dragged away, holding my beer. Ah, fuck! This is America, huh? Free speech. Free speech. <laughs> Are your pants around your ankles when this is happening? Of course they are. Of course they are. Goddamn right. You passed. How uh, was anyway. testing you passed? Woohoo! Time for this week's top stories. It's now time for this week's top stories. Forget to start the timer. Now I'm just this is gonna be a horrible shit show editing this. But anyway, whatever. Um, this week's top stories start with us from 
Princeton, New Jersey, Woo! which I actually went to recently. It's quite a nice town. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if you saw this. I did text you the other day, giving you a little spoiler alert about what we might be discussing. Um, but a Princeton professor has been accused, and I hate that. We're going to hate that word like when it's just really nearly used. Like, he's been accused of. Allegedly. He's he's done it. It's out there. It's in the ether. It's on the internet. He did it, right? But he is arguing for decades that we need to rethink bestiality. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he's yeah, become. You didn't send me the link to this. No, no, I'm going to be doing a little little bestiality talk. Well, I was like, oh, I didn't know you had picked up a new hobby. Uh, but it's, yeah, we're, just, we're just talking about the lighter side of uh, fucking animals. This is a this is a nice getting fucked by animals. It goes both ways. I guess. Yeah, there is that the Tijuana Donkey Show. I guess mm-hmm. he's just getting his. his yeah, he's like, hey, you like it, huh? But and apparently she she does sometimes. Um, but anyway, so he has urged his social media followers to quote read and ponder a thought provoking journal entitled zoophilia mm-hmm. that's what it's called now I, I i don't know there might be other examples i'm not thinking of but generally if the word ends with philia mm-hmm. it's not normally a good word um in this case it definitely isn't so the article is entitled zoophilia is morally permissible mm, you're already losing me on the title there buddy so Dr. Peter Singer, a teacher of bioethics at the Ivy League School's Carter Center sorry, of Human Values since 1999, posted a the article on his X account saying, this piece challenges one of society's strongest taboos and argues for the moral permissibility of some forms, maybe that's his Gergel free card, some forms of sexual contact between humans and animals the 77-year-old, oh, there you go, he's a fucking old weird fuck. Oh, he's at that age now, he's just like, I don't care anymore. I'm tired of running. I'm, old I'm lonely. Come here, kitty. Come here. Uh, quote, this article offers a controversial perspective that calls for a serious and open discussion on animal ethics and sex ethics, Singer continued. All right, let's have this conversation. Don't fuck the animals. Like, just leave them alone. <laughs> don't. So he said, like, so in the article, apparently, it says mm-hmm. um, that animals can consent to sex with humans. How? How? Like, they don't speak. By, by turning in... around and putting their butt up, I guess. But, but still. Um, yeah, no, they're just wrong. being nice to you because they're hungry. That's it. They just want food. <laughs> Keep you your really want this dick food, in your pants. They turn around. Oh, and it may not always be a harmful experience for them. Well, that is if the animal is fucking them. If the animal is fucking the person, it's not a harmful experience. However, it is the other way around. That's just cruelty to animals, honestly. Um, There's so there's two. I want you to finish the story, but there are two two examples of this. Um, One guy died getting fucked by a horse. 
horse. Horse is, horse is longer than this frame I'm currently in. And he tried to take it all, and guess what? It impaled him, and he bled to death. Um, however, there was a, another instance where I don't know what, what any town USA was in, but uh, cops came to a house, suspected bestiality happening, and then it turned out the dog is fucking the guy. And they're like, well, this is definitely weird. But the dog is fucking the guy. The guy's not fucking the dog. The guy, like the dog is not in any harm here. The dog is just fucking. So I, 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 I guess we'll just, I don't know, put a little blue flag here or something that warns people to stay away from your house and keep your animals away from him. But uh, we could not make an arrest in this case. Interesting. That's that's, that's got to be a loophole in the law. That's got to be like. Just, well, so again, that's the thing. Like it. it there are ways to consent. Sure, the dog would be happy to fuck you. If it's happened once, it's going to happen again and again. Maybe he treated the dog that. poorly and the dog was like, oh, I'm going to get you back, pal. <laughs> Maybe that's where, does, is that where the, the saying raw dog comes from, do you think? Because I'm pretty sure that dog wasn't wearing a condom. How funny would it be if the dog was wearing a condom? Though? It's a little pause. Trying to just... <laughs> But, right, okay, so I just want to, maybe I don't want to know what, what goes no, through these people's know. minds, but it says apparently again in the article, quote, the case for zoophilia being permissible is fairly robust. Is it? Is it? Hmm. And commonly raised objections fall flat. What? And or are insufficiently backed up. No, no. What? I just like, <laughs> like who are these people go like, oh, well, you know, I like to have sex with animals. And, you know, the people that talk shit about it, you know, as soon as they speak, you can just pull their argument apart. No, you can't. There's you no understand. point. These animals can speak english french german wherever these people are from it doesn't matter they can go hey buddy you up for some i'm feeling a little bit frisky like the the, the, the animals cannot consent like no like ugh. it's not it's not a full flat argument it's a pretty sturdy one yeah there was a there's a documentary series on the a and e channel about uh, the history of the Playboy magazine and the Playboy Mansion, and um, as you can imagine, there's 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 a couple of weird stories where like one of the main girlfriends walked in and like she found Hef with another man. It was the '60s and '70s, and he's trying to be the king of sex, so he he banged a dude one time, probably more than one time. Uh, but you know, there's a couple of weird stories about you know some girls got taken advantage of. Um, there was a girl who was living there, and then when she turned 18. Things got a little weird after her birthday, and then that stopped. But then one night, one of the main girlfriends walked in, and she's saying she caught Hugh Hefner fucking a dog because he'd fucked everything else. I'm like now, I gotta see what this dog is like. Like it's it's weird where it's weird where your brain will take you. Like, I would like to think, you know, my my brain never goes anywhere. You know, I like to. Sp- Strictly keep my sexual encounters between humans. That's that's, that's how I roll. That's well, she's a human. Your wife, 
is a human. Yeah, very good but you know what I'm saying. All right. But um, like before I would get to animals, right? Sure, right? Because like if you're kind of thinking, you know, any hole's a goal, you know, as long as it's tight enough to get that friction going, right? Surely, you know, how many times have you been, oh, where's the remote control? And you put your hand down the side of the cushion in the couch. Uh, Who hasn't like, been there? Like, have sex with your couch before your dog. Like, leave leave your dog alone. <laughs> I never thought I would ever go there. It took 125 episodes of Waffle Box, but I'm saying, hey, why, why don't you think about having sex with your furniture? Right? Because then you can, you can just unzip the cushions, put them in the washer, good for another round. But that animal, that dog's going to judge you for life. <laughs> just think about it. Just don't fuck your animals. The right? more you know. Animals. The more you know. Ah, anyway. Uh, let's move on to the war. The war that's raging on and not that war, even though that is bad. All wars are bad, but uh, war is bad. did you hear this in South Korea? Right, a man has been crushed to death oh. by a robot in South Korea. Oh. Get ready for this. Was it the Gundam model? No. Okay. After it failed to differentiate him, a human, okay. from the boxes of food it was handling. Like, really, robot? Oh, he looked like a cardboard box to me. No, you knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. Um, so the a incident... robot is a food Sorry. processor? What's happening? No, well, so the incident occurred when the man in his 40s was inspecting the robot. The robotic arm confused the man for a box of vegetables, grabbed him, pushed his body against the conveyor belt, Crushing his face and chest. Oh wow! Like, what the fuck was it doing? Like, what was it designed to do? Um, he was sent to oh, hospital, yeah. but later died. Which you know, any loss of life is sad. But you know, I'm not a doctor. But if someone's face and chest have been crushed by a robot, I don't think his life expectancy is very long for that. No, no, no I'm surprised he was still alive, getting the ambulance, but. But the, the robots, man, the robots, I've, I've been warning you, I'm warning you for this. This like, is literally the start of the Matrix. This is uh, the start of that uh, weird Wachowski's movie. Oh, the, they also did the Matrix. But, uh, the one where Tom Hanks played a Korean guy and Halle Berry played a white man. Or with... I don't think I've seen this movie. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a very long movie. It's, it's, uh, it's an interesting idea. It's based on a book, uh, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Why was Tom Hanks playing a Korean man? Because he plays five different characters. And uh, they there's like five different stories. And each story is like, this is this person's ancestors. This is their ancestors. It's so, yeah, the, there's a little bit of controversy about it, but it was, it was done I'd with say. the best of intentions. Yeah, it's, just, just stay away from robots. They're all... Um, oh, Speaking of, I was, I was when I was like looking up stories to talk about today, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I'm gonna admit something that's gonna make me look bad, but you know what? We got you, buddy. Don't worry. You you, you people have seen me 
I'm my best and my worst, what's and all. So I'm not going to shy away from this. But I read a headline and then I double read it. Uh, uh, well, let me let me just act, reenact Measure twice, what happened. cut once. Measure twice, cut once. So the headline of this article read, Dana Carvey, Wayne's World star's son, dies age 32. Right? Mm. And I read that. And I was like, yes. oh, my God. Dana Carvey's dead? Oh, wait. Oh, it was his son. Oh, wait, that's bad, too. But there was like that moment, that little moment of like, oh, thank God, it's just his son. Oh, wait, shit, that's horrible. It was, it was like, oh, I felt bad. I, I hated myself for that after that. But it was, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. For that. sorry. It's, it's a poorly worded article that also no one's going to read. Peter Carvey dead at 32. People are like, who the fuck is that? So, but it, it's, it's a poorly, poorly worded title. Um, also, uh, condolences to Dana Carvey's family. Yeah. That that guy was on his deathbed. Somehow came back from that. I'm not sure he's out of the woods or anything, but like for him to go through all that and then lose his son, that sucks, dude. Also, while I'm discussing news media, mainstream media, right, I'm going to allow me to have uh, a little woke moment here. It's going to be kind of a, a woke moment. Oh, wake up. Woke alert. Where I'm, you know, woke I'm, alert. Here comes the, the liberal snowflake wokeness coming in, right? Time, time but did you up. see, did you see recently how Will Smith, you know, is coming out there? Oh, did, did he have sex with a guy while he was filming Fresh Prince? Did you see that story? I have, but that's not an old, that's not a new story. That's been around for about 20 years. Well, may I just say this, right? This is my little woke right moment again. Woke Whether it happened or not, not for me to say, because obviously I'm, I wasn't there, right? But I have an issue, and I did tweet out this a little, or exit out a little, whatever. My disdain and annoyance at the way articles were written and headlines were written, where mm-hmm. it was like, Will Smith accused of having sex with a man. <laughs> accused of having sex yeah and it's like it's really dude like because whether i mean some words change and blah 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 but literally the definition mm. of an accusation is when you're saying oh this person did something bad or illegal i accuse you of doing this because no one says oh jeff bezos accused of donating 50 million to a charity. No one is just, oh, he did something nice. That's nice. <laughs> so it was like, unless like Will Smith was, I don't know, cheating on someone at the time and that's bad, or he, mm-hmm. I don't know, you see, not that I'm saying he did anything, but I'm just, you know, you see, where like people in Hollywood maybe forcing themselves on people and there's some sexual shit going on there. That's bad. That should be the headline. But if it's just, he was just hanging out on set and he saw a fella and he was like, oh, you look nice. And the fella was like, oh, you look nice too, Will. And they had sex. Who cares? It's not it's not illegal anymore. I know it used to be. Obviously, if it was back in back in the day, he would have been. Well, stoned. it hasn't been illegal in our lifetime. So. But, uh, you know, it's like, it just, it's like oh, he was just accused. And I will say that I'm sure there is a slight little bias going on here. Let me just say this, because who's 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 like, let's talk about who is a an actor who is. Um, 
gay. Uh, what's his name? Who's the guy from uh, How I Met Your Father? Neil Patrick how Harris. Me- Neil Patrick. No, no, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your yeah. Father was the one Same. after that. How, how I Met yes. Your Mother. Yeah, imagine right if it. Yeah, you know, he during. It's amazing that we that, both went to that character. Though. I know, right? It's a bit weird, but it's whatever. It's, we're in, we're in tune, right? But imagine yes, he sir. had it came out that during the filming of that he had sex with a woman. You're not going to see the headlines. Neil Patrick Harris accused of having sex with a woman. It'll just be like, oh, okay, huh. oh, he's gay. Look at him. It's just, it's weird. It's making me uncomfortable. And I, you know, I think you just need to discuss things that make you uncomfortable to make them less uncomfortable. But you know, just, just chill the fuck out, man. People can fuck whoever they want as long as it's not an animal. Go back to that. As long as it's not an animal, <laughs> as long as it's human on human love, who gives a fuck? There you go. There's my little woke moment. There you go. That, that, that's woke enough. Yeah. I um, I didn't read the article. I saw someone else talk about it, and from what I understand, like. This came up again because of some interview Will Smith did. And while we're we're mad at the mainstream media, the lamestream media, lamestream uh, media, and the line to you. The Smith family does not need to share as much as they've been sharing oh, these past geez. couple of years. It's Christ. only drawing questions and making people question. And and again, it's none of our business, but they're putting it out there for us to go like, what the fuck is that about? Seriously, what? who lives like that? Wait, you had and you ironically. Had you had sex with your son's best friend. That's weird, Jada. Why are you bringing that up? Yeah. And ironically, mom and dad are doing more social media tweeting than the children, who I think are now adults. But still, like, no one's saying like, oh, uh, Willow Smith is doing such and so, and Jaden Smith got caught blowing a guy at Gold's Gym. Like, those stories aren't coming out. But for some reason, we got to keep talking about Will and Jada. And just, guys, we don't need, we don't need to share everything. Okay. By the way, if you're, you know, I know it's a hypothetical situation you just brought up, but but you know I'm going to judge you, right? If you are, if you are blowing a a, a guy at Gold's Gym, I'm I'm judging you a little bit, unless it's post shower. But if it's like post workout and you're all sweat, that's disgusting. That's gonna be oh, just just have a little shower first, then commence blowing. You know what I mean? Just a little bit of self cleansing. That's what I'm saying. I used to work at a Crunch Fitness downtown in San Francisco. No one's blowing anyone at Crunch Fitness. Some people have standards. Actually, so many people were having oh. gay sex in the sauna that oh. they had to remove In the, the sauna? In the sauna. Gee, you have to have good cardio levels to be able to go to pound town in a sauna. Depending on what day you were looking at Craigslist, we were the swinginest gay club in San Francisco. It was pretty oh, wild. I wouldn't be able to do it. Just, I'd be like a, a couple of <laughs> couple of pumps in, and I'd be like, Jesus, can we just oh, can we go to? <laughs> it's hot. You know, hell. I'm having second thoughts about this. It's just, oh, I'm, I'm so sweaty right now. I like it to be good for you, I guess. But yeah, this is a very sexually like a very charged episode today. Impractical place to have sex. This is a very homoerotically sexually charged episode. Yeah, it is what it is. Wow. It is what it is. But yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm not judging, but I, I don't think I would be able to have sex. I just don't think I'd be physically able to do it. It's just this, you know, just why not? Why can't we just not be in the sauna <laughs> where it's so hot? <laughs> well, here I can, I can hardly breathe inside of the sauna. Worst part. Imagine if you were just in the sauna, just trying to get a good sweat on, and then two dudes just start butt fucking each other. You're like, hey, come on, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to get to my zen place here. 
that happened. A guy came up to me. He was like, and so I saw you guys taking out the sauna. I'm like, yeah, you know, they, we had to get rid of it. And you, you don't, you don't just flat out say like people are having sex. He's like, we decided to get rid of. It. He's like, yeah, all right. I mean, the two dudes just started blowing each other one time, and I was like, what, what? And and what did you do about? It? I was like, well, I just left and put my clothes on and and left the gym. I was like, did did you tell anybody? No, because it happened so much. I figured you guys already knew. I was like, oh. <laughs> what he wasn't wrong about. He wasn't wrong about, but they it still drove them to get rid of the entire thing. Well, I mean, if we talk about fellatio, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be against receiving fellatio in a sauna. You know what I mean? Oh, you're going to be very popular in prison. Yeah. Why, do they have, do they have saunas in prisons? Sure. Well, you'll be sweating a lot. Let's just mm. say that much. But anyway, right. Um, let's move on swiftly. Swiftly. Uh, so the last top story this week, one brought to my attention by the one good man, Honorable Kush Hayes. And, you know, he just thought, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure Mike hasn't got enough stories featuring people that he's going to totally butcher their names. So Kush came through this one. Thanks, buddy where a ultra runner named Joasia Zakrewski, who's Ooh. Scottish, apparently, although I'm <laughs> going to guess may have some Eastern European uh, lineage in her life, but doesn't... Not going to say anything. But she was competing in the Great Britain Ultras in Manchester to Liverpool, which is a race. And this happened on April 7th, long ago. Okay. Oh, that was a while ago. But I think the, the 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 thing all came in. But anyway, so basically what you're supposed to do is it's, it's run from Manchester to right. Liverpool, which off the top sure. of my head, I don't know exactly how many miles that is. But you know what? She thought, fuck it. And she accepted a ride in a friend's car and ended up placing third. Nice. Only third? Yeah, I was going to say, like, one, cheating is bad. <laughs> but if you're going to cheat, and you still... Eddie Guerrero cheated, And she still only finished third? How shit are you? But <laughs> <sighs> oh. right. in a letter submitted to UKA, which is, I'm assuming, United Kingdom Athletics, uh, Independence Disciplinary Panel, the Scottish athlete said, quote, I accept my actions on the day that I did travel in a car and then later completed the run, crossing the finish line and inappropriately receiving a medal and a trophy, which I did not return immediately as I should have done. Oh. Um, the panel has ruled that she's been banned from competing at any event that falls under the UK athletics jurisdiction or from representing Great Britain for 12 months. She has also been banned from coaching, officiating and managing for the same time period. I mean, she, if you, uh, you know, as, as, what was his name? Was it, was, who was it? Was it, was it Bobby the Brain Heen that said this? Or no, it was Jesse, was it Jesse Ventura? Someone in the wrestling sphere said it's not cheating if you don't get caught or something like that. Something like that. Oh, uh, probably the brain probably said that, but also Eddie Guerrero said cheat to win. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, as he said. There you go. Um, but yeah, like there is, like, there's, Sometimes you can find look at this fucking light in my fucking face is really pissing me <laughs> off. But um 
there's like sometimes I appreciate a good loophole. If someone finds a loophole in the rules and benefits from it, I'm almost like, good for you. Well done. But when you're supposed to be in a running race and you're getting a car and drive, yeah, how do you sleep at night? I mean, it, it's how do you sit there at stand there at the end with, the, with your trophy in your medal going, fuck, yeah. Or, well, if, or... It's, if it's me, I'm thinking like, how can I do this faster next time? I need a better <laughs> car. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> my friend's a slow fucking driver. Like how far back was she that after getting in the car and driving that she let two other people finish first? Or well, unless she was, she was sitting in the car going, do you know what? I don't want to make this look too sus. So yeah, I'll wait uh, probably. two people to finish and then I'll, I'll, I'll still get a medal. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, once or twice when I was in like second grade, I, uh, you know, I looked over at the other kids mm, test paper and I went, oh, okay, B, C, D. Well, can't make this too obvious. Better make that D and A. So, you know, you, you go out of your way to like get two or three wrong. But uh, yeah, so I don't know if you're familiar with the whole Lance Armstrong controversy. The guy like won seven or eight Tour de France's and then turned out like he was doping like crazy. Doesn't he um, only have one testicle as well? He has one testicle. You are correct. Well, they uh, they tested everybody else too, and the one person that wasn't Lance Armstrong and wasn't doping ended up coming in like twenty fourth place. Everyone else above him was take, was on some sort of illegal performance enhancing drug. So, so they got awarded the win. You got a, hmm? Did they get awarded the win? Twenty uh, fourth place? No. Why not? If, if they were the only one doing it legally. Yeah, uh, well, I, you know, I honestly don't know, but I'm, just for the sake of this story, we're going to say no. So, yeah. coming back to this story, uh, I have to wonder what first, second, and fourth place was on uh, to, to achieve their, their milestones for this. And then, two, you, you mentioned that this race happened in April, but we just found it, like, the other day. How is it in the age of the internet that it is still taking a pigeon's length of travel from the United Kingdom all the way to New York to get a story internationally uh, across the pond? I don't know. Maybe it was they were like keeping it under wraps until they did the disciplinary panel bullshit and it just came out. I just Googled it, by the we'll way. Go it's it's a 50 mile race. So 50 all, miles. almost two marathons. Uh, yeah, that is yep, two marathons. Just under. So maybe she was stuck in traffic. Uh, <laughs> what? The police have got all the all the streets blocked off. I don't know what's going on. There must be some sort of event going on today. Fuck! You gotta find an alternate, bro. At least it wasn't an Uber. That'd been funny. That would have been funny somehow. Ooh, a fifty-mile Uber. Yeah. On, on, Shame on you, on. Joe Asia Zakruski. Bringing shame to the good name of the great British ultras races that I've just discovered are a thing. There you go. It'd be like I don't know. What could be like? What could be? It'd be like that. Like, it was in like the the, the food eating contests. It's like is it mm. shoving it down? I don't know. 
Like, could you could you imagine like doing like just you had a little secret baggie and he was just shoveling like oh one 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 for me one two for the bag, and then still mm-hmm. coming third. I'm I'm waiting for the day where someone shows up to the hot hot dog eating contest with a colostomy bag already inserted into their side, so that just as they're eating the hot dogs, the bag is just filling up with with the bio waste or a vacuum cleaner, and just like that might be a little too controversial, but I could see why I, I like where your head's at, but I think we're bringing machines in on that one. Oh, and as we know this though. is still a biological attachment it's it's a plastic bag but you know it's still a it's still physically attached to you a, a medical procedure was acquired for that performed performed i look like anyway terminate. i look like a terminator <laughs> oh yeah me light <laughs> you've been chosen Oh, that was too much energy. My body couldn't handle it. Anyway, that's enough stories about this week. Oh my God, it's that time. Celebrate some people that are actually doing things legitimately. Hopefully. Not cheating at this. And just Hopefully. prove that they did. They get a nice little certificate and they can put it up on the wall. And it's very nice. Um, It's time for this week's Downworld Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, uh, this week's Dumb World Record comes to us from the home of Kurt Cobain and Dr. Frasier Crane. Seattle! <laughs> well, actually, technically, Kurt Cobain's from Aberdeen, Washington, but whatever. Whatever. Don't let that get in the way of a good story. Uh, this week, we talk about someone who has an amazing collection and apparently really shitty friends. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. So Charlotte <laughs> Lee, 54, from Seattle, has earned the Guinness World Record for the largest collection of rubber ducks. Oh, okay. Those people. Yes, those people. They're back. Um, she yeah, I, said, I know a couple of people with rubber duck collections. It's weird. Collections? I don't know. I, I have like, yeah, they have like I would say more than three is a collection, and I know folks with like a dozen rubber ducks. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird, guy. But okay, I have 18 Funko Pops, and even I start I feel weird about that. Yeah, you should, but we're not judging you today. I've got a new one. You can't see it. I've got, I've got, oh, I found a Lawrence got? Taylor one, New York Giants legend. Okay, like, oh, LT. Buy that. Buy that. Um, but yeah, what did she say about her rubber duck collection? She said that she bought her first rubber ducks in 1996 to decorate her bathroom. Why are you decorating? I mean, a bit tacky, but whatever. You live your life. She said she intended to quit after I had seven. It's very specific. Yeah. But, uh, okay, good. But friends would come over and see them and started buying them for me as birthday and Christmas gifts. Like, there's uh, a really shitty friend where you... Because that's a last-minute thing, right? Because you're like, oh, shit, what, what do I buy Charlotte? What do I buy Charlotte? It's a birthday coming up. Uh, what do we know about Charlotte? Uh, I don't know. She's... Oh, didn't she have those rubber ducks in the bathroom? Yeah, fuck it. Let's get, let's get some sure. more of that. Yeah, let's get, we'll get, let's get two rubber ducks. Yeah. But that's, if that's the I, only uh, thing you're known for, she have, you have shitty friends, but also you need to, you know... 
come out your shell a little it's bit more. It's frustrating because it shouldn't be the only thing you're known for, but it is the first thing people think about when they think of you. Example, I uh, turned 19 and I got a Superman logo tattooed on my shoulder. It's the only tattoo I have. I was supposed to get it touched up. I was like, fuck that. It hurt. I hate it. I don't hate the tattoo. I sometimes forget it's there. However, for the next three years, because I got this dumb tattoo, every gift I got, Superman this, Superman that, Superman comics, Superman toys, Superman the movie, Superman this, Superman that, and you know, it's it's all very nice and everything, but you're like, I don't like Superman this much, to the point where I just like want my room bedazzled in Superman paraphernalia. You know, one or two things is fine. Oh, absolutely. It reminds me of this time I went to, I went out at a bar for my birthday and I arrived there before anyone else and I thought you know what I'm gonna be here I'm gonna cheat the system here a little bit because you know it's an unspoken thing but everyone that you know it's my birthday party right it's my birth so mm-hmm. people are gonna at least buy me a drink right people that's that's what that's what you do right if you go to a bar for someone's again. birthday you get when you yes. get your drink you hey buddy let me buy you a drink it's your birthday right so I knew everyone's gonna buy me a drink right so I was like oh, you know what before everyone arrives I'll just buy myself the cheapest beer on the menu. Yeah, sure. So I'll just I'll just drink that. And then once everyone gets it, then I'll get the, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the what that, that dick who's like, oh, you're gonna buy me a drink? I'll have a, a double this and that and, and start getting them to all me. You know, I'll just get a, a nice beer, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So I bought a um shit, what was the beer called? It was it was a shitty, like if you imagine it was like um was do you think like Modelo or Corona, okay. But yeah, then yeah. The, someone took that Modelo and Corona. Tecate, Tecate, yeah. I was gonna say, and they ran it through like a homeless person a couple of times to filter it. <laughs> it's like this is like, mm, this is yummy. But I didn't finish it in time, and then people started arriving, and they just oh he's drinking Tecate, so they just like buy me Tecates. Oh no! And before I knew it. I was trying to finish my Tecate, but I already had four other Tecates waiting to, to drink. And it's half oh, fucking fuck. hell. And so I just drank. So I, I appreciate when friends are trying to do the let me buy you a drink on your birthday gimmick. But like, guys, when I when both hands are already full, just just hold. Just hold off. I, I've only got to, I'm not fucking Vishnu here. OK, I can't I can't drink every goddamn drink you buy me. Uh, I had a friend who recently had a birthday. And he knew that 30 people were going to buy him a drink. And he was going to be cool probably after about five. So he made a deal with the bartender. He was like, here's a bottle of apple juice. Buy that. (laughs) And then when my friends decide to buy me a shot of whiskey, feel free to charge them full price. But pour that. Because I do not (laughs) want to be peeled off the floor tonight. And he did. And he had the greatest night ever. I was like, that's fucking smart too, by the way. Like. Is smart. Fucking brilliant, Lou. At least I think it would be like if no matter what you, if you just hey, I'm trying to buy him a drink, I'm buying his birthday person a drink, I'm gonna treat them. It's a great problem. Even, to have. Regardless of what they're drinking, I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna buy you a drink, it's your birthday. What would you like? Because maybe yeah. You know, oh, yeah, don't... that's also a great question. Yeah, what would you like? What would you maybe like? You don't want that? a Tecate, maybe yeah. you want a glass of champagne. Maybe you want some Modelo. Maybe you want Jägermeister. Ew. Mm. Um, I used to drink a lot of Jägermeister back in the day. Oosh. Oh. 
But anyway, yeah, Shartley, you need better friends. Because yeah, no, now, why do you keep buying me rubber ducks? Because you're a rubber duck person. Yeah, because you fuckers keep buying them for me. <laughs> I had seven. And now I have. I had seven. And now I have. I was... Five thousand six hundred thirty-one rubber ducks. <laughs> what? What? Let's do me rubber what? ducks. Stop buying me rubber ducks. I have no Five room in my thousand... house. I had to buy a second house to put the rubber ducks in. Stop buying me fucking rubber ducks. What? Ridiculousness. Wow. She's to blame for this too, because at some point she has to go like, "Look, guys, we have fourteen oh, yeah, she, of she these things up for now. Herself, Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I have fourteen of these things now. Thank you, but maybe a gift certificate to Starbucks would be nice too. How about that? Buy me a cup of coffee, or yeah, wow. just gift card if you have to. You know, oh, it's got rubber ducks on the gift card. Huh? Very funny, but um, yeah, just Ooh, okay, that'd be nice. I fucking hate rubber ducks." I bet she just sits there, fuck's sake. Oh, also, I don't want to get rid of them because of the pollution. This has absolutely impaired her dating life, by the way. Like, well, her, maybe not her dating life, but definitely her sex life. You, you, you know, she has a nice, has a or, nice date. She invites the gentleman back home. And no, would you like to come in? And he's like, sure, please, I'd love to go. And then he comes in, and, you know, like. There's been movies where it's like it's teddy bears or unicorns, but then you come in and it's just five thousand rubber ducks, and you're like, "Sure, there's a context to this, but you don't know what it is." And I, I got a goal. It was nice to meet you. Uh, no, it depends. Swipe back, right. back in my dating life, swipe left. If, if I, if I, if a young lady had taken me back to her place, and as we entered it, I saw five thousand six hundred rubber ducks. I'm almost ashamed to say this. My brain would be like, all right, after this one time, no more. Right? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm already here now. I've taken my shoes off. It'd be rude. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get into this. But uh, can we turn the ducks around? They're kind of staring at me. All 5,000. All 5,000. Let's turn them around. I'd be like, let them, watch. let them watch. But, or she's, I'm yeah. sure she'd just be like, Oh, should, should we go back to no? Let's go back to your place. Uh, I've got, I've got this construction going up my place. Oh, it'd be like this. Let's, let's just go back to yours. I've got five thousand roommates I want to avoid tonight. Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, it's, congratulations. You said fifty-six hundred ducks. Five thousand six hundred thirty-one ducks. What we're we really annoying is I would be like, well, I need one more. I can't have an odd number of ducks. That'd be that would annoy the shit out of me. And how, how does she know? Display, right? Some of them just have to be like just collected in a box, right? In boxes. Like, imagine like counting your ducks. And imagine having yeah. the shame of reaching out to the Guinness World Records, paying an adjudicator to come to your house and then watching them count your rubber ducks. At what point does the shame not sting so much that you want the world to open up and maybe this was a bad idea? Maybe I don't want you to advertise this. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Does the article say how long her friends have been buying these for her? Uh, well, wasn't. so she she got her first ones in '96, so it's probably been a 
a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So so yeah, the 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 start off of friends are horrible people, but yeah, at some point over the last twenty some odd years, she should have had the willpower to be like, stop. Look, please stop. Please just stop by me. You fucking rubber ducks. I know they've got sunglasses on her. It's funny, but don't stop. Anyway, still to come on this week's Wobble Box. We've got, oh, it's the birthday quiz coming up after the break. Oh, you'll love the birthday quiz. Oh, whose birthday is it? More to be soon. And uh-huh. then also, Kush will be talking about uh, the Hunger Games prequel. Ooh, that's nice. Plus, um, sort of battle roll and all that good stuff. So stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. Wow, Daffy Duck, you're the greatest. Thanks. Take a check. Sure, Daffy. Just need some ID. Are you serious? How many big cartoon stars come into this? Checks are a pain, but your bank has a better way, the Visa Check Card. And if your ATM card has a Visa logo on it, you've got one. It automatically deducts from your checking account everywhere Visa's accepted. You're despicable. Visa Check Card works just like a check, only better. What am I wrong? It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Wobble Box episode 125. It's the middle of the show. So if you ask me, it's the best time to play the middle of the show quiz. And this week we're celebrating the birthday of Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, she's pretty. She's pretty. She's got red hair and she can kick people. I don't think she's a natural redhead, but I I, I, I still hear where you're coming from. She was in the Avengers movies. That's all I know. Mm Mm-hmm. And well, she's and then one time she was a blonde, so I, I think she's just a, I think she's just a brunette. She's been in but still things. very she's pretty lady. Things, but yeah, very very pretty. Also, pretty how did the dude from Saturday Night Live land her? It's like this dork. Wow. No offense to him, like even he'd be like, "I'm a dork." How'd that happen? Yeah, well, that's that might More be a, a subject of one of the the questions here. Don't worry, it's not going to be. His name is in the question, so don't worry. I'm, you know, it's okay. an answer. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so we've got five questions. Obviously, the name of the game is good to get five out of five, if not three out of five, for at least a moral victory. Um, all the questions will be Scott Johansson related. Kush, Yay. are you ready to be quizzed? I am ready, Sensei. Let's hit the music. Question number one. Number one, Scarlett Johansson was born in New York, New York, the town so good they named it twice, which they didn't actually. It's just New York is the city, then the New York is the state. So people say New York, New York, it's New York City, New York State. Don't they name it twice? It's just named once, but uh, whatever. I love that you messed up the rhyme, but yes. Well, New York, New York is so nice they named it twice. So nice they named it twice. Not it's, so not, good. No, it's great. It's a great city, though. No one oh, says, nice. no one goes to New York. Oh, this is nice. They did, though. Once They're like, wow. Time. Anyway. Um, New York, New York, the city that's so sublime, they named it another time. time. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Time but anyway. Word, 
New York Number was one. named after the Duke of York in 1667. Sure. Just the facts, ma'am. What was it named before? Um, New Amsterdam? <gasps> oh, shit! Yes, and then in 1667, all the British people came like, oh, look, what are all these bikes? What are, why, what are you smoking over there? Why are you so relaxed? Get out! We're gonna really name this. Exactly how it happened. Question number two. Number two. In 2010, Scarlett Johansson secured the role of Black Widow. But in which movie did she make her Marvel Cinematic Universe debut? Iron Man 2. Oh, look at you. You know your stuff. You know your stuff. I had no idea who she was at the time. I mean, I knew who she was, but you know I mean? I was like, who the fuck is this? Is she a superhero? Is she... Is she stuff? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> question number three. Number three. Number Did three. you know Scarlett Johansson? She does music too. She's a musician. She does music. Oh, she... I actually didn't know that. Neither did I. Um, thanks, Wikipedia. Um, in two thousand and eight, Scarlett Johansson released her debut album, "Quote Anywhere I Lay My Head," featuring the song title "Town with No Cheer." Aww. Okay. What town was the TV show Cheers set in? Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, he's three to three. He's, oh, he's cooking. Oh. He's cooking today. Kush is cooking. You can smell what the Kush is cooking. Now sour. Question number four. Number four. Number four. In 2003, Scarlett Johansson starred alongside Bill Murray in Lost in Translation. Great movie. Mm -hmm. Good movie. Very good movie. Other than English, what language does Bill Murray speak fluently? Oh, oh. Um, I'm going to guess Polish. I, I honestly don't know. Oh, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's it's from French. Chicago, that's he why I went bullet. French, French. Oh, okay. I know. I found this okay. out myself uh, first. I was watching. It was, there's a thing on YouTube called Eli Manning Show or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Eli Manning, former New York Giants quarterback, talks sure. to celebrities about their stuff. And then they were. He was okay. walking around New York with Bill Murray, and they were on the Staten Island ferry. And all of a sudden, there was like this group of. I don't know whether they were foreign exchange students or tourists, or whatever. It was, they were young French women. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, this Bill turns around and starts going, starts talking to him in French. Like, what the fuck? I had no idea Bill Murray speak French. But yeah, he mm -hmm. does. Fun fact. Fun fact. Just the facts, ma'am. Oh, I had to push the buttons. Life would have been more on top of that. But there you go. Uh, question number five, then. Number five. Scarlett Johansson was once married to Ryan Reynolds. True. And is now married to Colin Josh of Saturday Night also Live true. fame. So speaking of underwhelming replacements, which actress replaced Katie Holmes as Rachel Dawes in Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy? 
Oh, um, uh, Joe. I know this person's name. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Hey! You win. What a fun! Literally tripped on that last one. Like, oh my god. And if 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 Colin just just happened to listen to or watch this podcast, uh, you know, I know, man, I was talking shit, but uh, mad mad respect to you. Sir. I was gonna, say, I was gonna say, like, like, I made, I made, yeah. I made fun of you. I jested about you being an underwhelming replacement. But that's be, to be fair, if if I managed to bag Ryan Reynolds's ex, I would be like, wow, really? <laughs> You're replacing him with me. But yeah, no, hats off. If I was wearing a hat, I'd take it off to you. Respect, sir. Respect. He's got the LD. It's just like, wow. And, and he's got, because you can't, it must, it must be there, right? Because, because no, you know, they say, our oh, women like a man of a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Brian Reynolds' sense of humor is pretty good. So it's, it's, it's I'm not like. I'm a funny fucking guy, but no one's ever dated me for my sense of humor. No. I mean, it helps. It does. It's good in but conversations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're a, you're a, your your swordsmanship is what's most important. Let's just say that. Ah, uh, let's move on. Just let's, like the old let, man. Let's do. Let's do. Let's move on to some uh, celebrities Ooh. getting getting yeah. getting their fists dirty. Getting Hunger Games. No, that's, that's right. Yeah, We're going to fit four celebrities against each other in a segment that we like to call Celebrity Battle. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. yeah. This week's celebrity battle royale is themed um, because apparently today, Wednesday, the twenty-second of November, is the date that is the official release of Good Burger Two. Did you know that? Burger 2 <laughs> out today. I knew it was coming out. I've never seen the original Good Burger. Me neither. I did watch oh, the trailer. I did watch the trailer okay. for the second one. And I was like, this is so stupid. But then I remembered who the demo is. Like, I'm, this, this, this so is what, when, a very child, child-centric when the, movie. Yeah. When it's the Good Burger movie came There's, out. And when those guys, Keenan and Kel, were doing their TV show on Nickelodeon, as you just mentioned, Love I was show, just just out of that age demographic. So um, I have worked with Keenan Thompson, though, and I can tell you that man does not disappoint. I've never heard anyone say a bad word about him, and I will not be the first to do so either. He was a very awesome person. Spent 20 seconds with him. But still, uh, yeah, dude was nothing but nice. He does... Really nice voiceover work for Carvana. I think it's is it Carvana? Oh, okay. He's an auto, no, auto trader. Auto trader. Apologize. Fuck you, Carvana. Okay. Getting free plug. No, it's auto trader. <laughs> He's a very funny man. He's a very funny man. But yes, yeah, so the theme this week is so it's good burgers to release. So we're talking about fast food mascots that are going to get day today. Fuck yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in. So, I'm in. The Here four contestants this week are Ronald McDonald, 
The Burger King, Chuck E. Cheese, or Colonel Sanders. Oh, now, how dare you? From what I found, I only just found this out. Apparently, the Colonel has a first name. I didn't know this. Do you know what Harlan. Colonel? Oh, yeah, what the fuck? I didn't know that. Colonel, why did they call him Harlan? Because maybe they just cut that off. I was like, oh, that's Colonel, his fucking name, dude. Colonel Sanders <laughs> is fine. Colonel Harlan Sanders definitely makes it sound like this dude, you know, opened his first Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant, and he had some. Uh, let's just say he had some underpaid workers. Oh, well, shall we say? No, mm. no, he did. I'm gonna. Oh, let me just confirm that for you. He did. Um, I think you're leaning in one way, but I'm also going the other way. But we're we're both probably correct. So, well, well slaves, Chuck E. Cheese against Ronald McDonald is going to be a back and forth battle. But eventually, Ronald McDonald, with his size 18 clown shoes, will squash the good Charles Entertainment Cheese. From there, the Burger King comes in. And just cracks Ronald over the head with the over the back of his head with uh, the king's scepter. However, it is Colonel Harlan Sanders using his military tacticianship who overcomes adversity and uh, overthrows the king and his empire. And uh, may America reign supreme. God bless you, Colonel Sanders. And then he was like, get my championship belt, boy. And then everyone got awkward. That. He probably did say that. Fuck you, he's, 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 he's a man of his time. And unfortunately, that time is 1932 or whenever it was. He was definitely upset when they you remember when the when the, when the colonel was actually like break dancing and rapping in commercials you just like <laughs> oh I, I vaguely the real do, the real man, man would be rolling in his grave right now <laughs> i do not agree to dance to this colored people music <sighs> he definitely would have said that you probably would have said something worse than colored people oh yeah, yeah 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 i did yeah that was like the nicest rude thing you could say. Yeah. Do you know what makes me? I I, I shouldn't say it makes me laugh, but um, yeah, from what a makes very you laugh pale person. But you know, when people who who try to claim that they aren't racist, sure, and they're like, and but then they say something where you're like, mm, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. When they like, what? I'm reason. not racist. I love colored people when you're like, mm, mm, doesn't sound like it. Fucking mm. colored. It's a hard thing to say. This, I guess it's like, why? Well, it's not the N word. Mm. It's kind of, it's kind of. So one same thing. Well, the nomenclatures change from generation to generation to generation. When I was growing up, it was perfectly okay to just call a black person. But then we had to call them African-American. But then some black guys were like, but I'm from Haiti. My family's from Haiti. So you got to, now it's, it's persons of color. And that, that, that covers a lot more demographics on the spread. But once upon a time, it was the polite thing to call someone a colored person. 
Well, that's I mean, I was, it, it, it all ages out, but it, social media is a, a thing. fun place, as you always know. But I always thought like those when that when people in the comments be like, "Oh, how comes? What's it? I can't say colored person, but they're a person of color. Ooh, what's it? Hey, that's yeah, you can't because that's what they say. That's shit happens, <laughs> buddy. I'm sorry. Them's the rules. They have a point. No, they have. A, it, what's the difference? Honestly, it's it's literally, oh, know, it's again, literally the I'm, same number of characters, but it, it's the words are just phrased a little differently. It, I'm just for saying. For a long time, I heard people saying "persons of color," and I'm like, "Are you just trying to be fancy about saying colored people? Like, are are you trying to? Is your racist? No, that it's it, that's the new polite nomenclature, but it's not much different than what it was 50 years ago, 75 years ago. Fucking hell, who knows anymore." thing coming from you know a culture that's been on the bad side of things you know a white british mm -hmm. person i appreciate where you're coming from if someone says hey i don't want to be called that anymore i'm like fine i'm not arguing i'm not arguing i'm just like, you yeah, know what it's cool that's the best thing to do it's cool i approve of that too well i do draw a line is when some people who are trying to be overly thingy and they and then they just hear oh well okay so this person they're, they're African-American? Okay. And so in their brain, they just go, every black person is an African-American. And they try to say that people in England, so they're, they're, yes. no, the English people aren't African-Americans. Why? Because they're not in America. Because they're not Americans. Yes. That's dumbass. There's a, are you familiar? I would with love to see them go into cartoon? Nigeria and go, oh, look at all the African-Americans yeah. in Nigeria. Geography. You're, I'm offended by a geography, and then it just keeps going. Levels. There's two scenes in this TV series, The Venture Brothers, since you just brought it up. I was going to only bring up one, but now there's a second one. The kids are on their way to some part of Africa, and they're looking on the globe and like, I can't seem to find Africa, America anywhere here. Uh, that, that's the one thing. But then the second thing is um, there's a they have a blade type character a generic blade character black guy swords kung fu kills vampires and he's like i'm a blackula hunter and the guy interviewing was like that that doesn't sound very good don't you mean african-american vampire he's like look i don't know what the nomenclature is i hunt blackulas all right exclusively blackulas all over the world <laughs> anyways that's the joke where had the puck of Venture Brothers? Anyway. Please stop. Oh, Colonel Sanders probably was a racist. Taylor Sanders. Anyway, let's move yeah. on and You're not talk wrong. about oh, prequel. It's uh, it's time for a segment where Kush Hayes reviews a movie in a segment that we like to call Kush's Movie Review. Movie review. Like Phantom hey. of the Opera. Hey, not like you, man. Yeah. I love what you're doing with the sun in this episode. <laughs> I got the mood to think. Anyway. Hey, welcome to the Cushy's <laughs> Movie Review. Uh, if you are watching the standalone version on the YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, and let us know in the comments what you thought about the review or what you thought about the movie. This week's movie is oh, I have to write this The Hunger Games. Colon, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, a movie about um 
birds and snakes, apparently. And it's not a song. It's You're a ballad. Right. It's a ballad of song, but song birds and snakes. So it, it, this is apparently a musical, which is exciting. Um, wait, it's not a musical. It's kind not. Of. Don't. No, no point. They like. I will be a tribute. Will you be a tribute? Yes, I will. Na, 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 na. Jazz pains. I would have loved that. However, no, but there are like three or four musical numbers in this. Ooh. But they're not not like what you just described there. So <laughs> that would be great. What is Woody Harrelson doing? Is he goodbye? Oh, he's kind of good buddy. Ooh, he's on the fence. Is Woody Harrelson in this? I don't know. He is not, nor is his oh. character. So if you remember anything about the original Hunger Games, oh, I am we were entering... that way, but I'm just moving things so I the sun does not okay. my... no, I wasn't looking at you. Don't worry about it. No. Yeah, you anyway, were. Uh, anyway, if you remember anything about the first Hunger Games with Jennifer Lawrence, we were entering our 74th edition. Well, this is a prequel, and we are entering our 10th edition of the Hunger Games at this point. So it's it's rougher. It's raw. It's not as sophisticated. They literally don't clean the tributes at all. They, they, oh, like when, when, when we took you out of your district, that's how you are during the game. Um, and probably quite hungry uh, as they didn't feed them at all, whatever. Um, I don't know if we're going to get into spoilers in this, but just in case we do, if you haven't seen it, and by the way, we're a week into this, so if you're a Hunger Games fan and you haven't seen this, you probably don't want to see us. However, I'm going to give a spoiler warning. Um, I'm giving this a low four out of five, and now I will explain why, and I might drop some spoilers. So you've all been warned, but it's Thanksgiving weekend, and what what's more appropriate than doing a Hunger Games movie? Uh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Quite a stupid title. This is actually based on an actual book. We had the original trilogy, of books we had the quadrilogy of movies because they decided to split the last movie into two which was uh even the director uh francis lawrence uh has gone on to say like yeah i regret doing that we should have just made that one movie and made it work um this is a hard pg-13 because we're talking about murder 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 with children and it is a whopping two hours and 37 minutes which Ugh. honestly is quite long and the way this movie is formatted, it feels like I'm watching one and a half movies. Like, oh, it's movie. one of those movies that where you're like, oh, that, oh, that's, that wraps up everything nicely, and then it just carries on going. Well, so again, we, we're we're kind of into spoilers here, but not so much. But again, you have now been instructed to leave the video if you haven't seen this movie yet. Um, the Hunger Games happens, and then the movie goes on for another forty minutes. So. Uh, this is the movie about uh, uh, the man who will become President Snow. He will be played by Donald Sutherland. In this one, he is played by a man named Tom Blythe. I have not seen him before, but when they do shave his head, he looks like 1999 Eminem. And that's kind of fun, too. Uh, this also stars Rachel Ziegler. You know her from West Side Story with Steve, uh, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, to be more specific. Dolph Ziegler's sister? She was no, she oh. was in the most recent Shazam film that we have reviewed here. And then she's going to be in the upcoming Disney remake of Snow White. That will be a whole thing. Uh, Viola Davis, who Ooh. I think is given 
the best goddamn performance of the year. She's not going to get nominated for an Oscar, unfortunately, but she is chewing up all the scenery. And if there's anyone more excited to murder children, it is her. And I'm like, she is the villain you love to hate. And she is just having the best time up there. And I do love Viola Dalis, so we'll say that. Uh, you know, man, if, if there's a reason to watch this movie, it's her. She's, again, two hours and 37 minutes. She ain't in a lot of it. But once she's there, you're like, yes. <laughs> Thank God. This bitch is so evil. I love it. Reminds so, me of the, the, the first Suicide Squad movie. I think she was the mm-hmm. only good thing about that as well. I have still not seen the original Suicide Squad. I have no, seen James Gunn's Suicide Squad. James Gunn's and, version uh, is way better. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Quite a bit. Which is why I was like, just give James Gunn a billion dollars and get out of his way. Let him do whatever. Which is now why he's going to yeah. be doing the to the uh, detective comics cinematic universe anyways uh, uh again this movie is directed by francis lawrence he has actually directed the previous three hunger games movies uh the, yeah, and uh this is written by two guys named mike last name leslie last name arnault i'm sorry if i mispronounced that last name my handwriting is terrible but this is based on an actual book by suzanne collins like i said the first trilogy of books was very successful. The quadrilogy of movies was very successful. And then they're like, write another book, bitch. And she did. And it was this one. There's apparently no more books currently published. So do we get a sequel? It's up in the air. You can do anything with this fucking series, to be quite honest. But uh, there is no more books as of this point. So unlike Fantastic Beasts, Unlike the original Star Wars prequels, and uh, like you, Mike Fish, I fucking hate prequels. My biggest complaint is let's not go backwards. Let's just please go forwards. Mm-hmm. However, this this story goes back far enough where you're like, I'm very interested in what's happening here. Again, it's raw. It's gritty. Uh, pre- the guy who will play, who will be President Snow later in life, he is very much on that fake it or make it lifestyle where He's getting ready for his big day at school where he's supposed to be the top graduate and then the, the capital just keeps changing their minds. Uh, however, they do a big thing where like they open up the refrigerator and she was like, there's a there's a box of baking soda and like half a half a slice of moldy bread and, and maybe maybe a dead rat or whatever. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll skip on breakfast, but get, get mom something to eat. And uh, when he finally is at school, like, good morning, Snow. What did you eat for breakfast today? It's like I had a 16 ounce sirloin steak and didn't eat half of it and then threw it away. And you're like, all right, they're, they're doing something with the character. He's very fake it till you make it. And um, again, spoiler alert, he will make it way down the road. Um, yeah, President, future President Snow is one of those, he's in this situation where like he's the best student in his class despite his upbringing. He's supposed to uh, graduate from. Uh, fascist college whatever it is they're calling it these days and you. you're supposed to get like a nice nice that's why we're friends you're supposed to get a huge grant scholarship with it like enough to help pay for his rent get his mom the medication she needs because she's super duper sick that old cliche and you know just like you know maybe, maybe buy his sister a new dress yeah, anyway um but no the hunger games which is now going into its 10th year, as I just said, is in a weird position where the ratings are failing. 
Guess what, Mike? Oh, no. People do not want to see children get murdered. What? In fact, they bring up several instances where, like, last year you put an infant in the games. Like, a one to two year old child was just crawling around going, goo goo gaga, and then just got stabbed with a trident or, or whatever happened. They don't show up. Be like, wow, you really put like a, a two year old in there. Okay. Um, two contestants that stand out wildly is uh, one chick who's, I think, like eight years old. It has been a, I've, I've heard other people review this and allude that like she's got Down syndrome. I, I don't know about that, but she's definitely like the youngest child in this. And then, um, well, spoiler alert, nobody kills her, but she does get drowned in poisonous snakes. Maybe those snakes bite her. I don't know. But like, it, like a, a wave of snakes, dude. Just like, imagine this entire screen by fish of just snakes filling up. And you're like, oh no, well, Kush is in there somewhere. He, he clearly can't breathe, but he's dead. Sorry, sorry pal you're dead uh, and then a woman who she's definitely sick with something one of the uh, one of the correspondents jokes that she's got tuberculosis oh. doesn't matter like this bitch is literally just on the ground the entire time just coughing and spitting and like going i've been better sounds like she needs more cowbell she could use a lot more cowbell for sure so we're, we're dealing with stuff like that. Again, it's it's the past of the past. So it's nothing sophisticated. In that first Hunger Games, like virtual hologram dogs, like again, the, the holodeck of the Starship Enterprise from Star Trek The Next Generation is, is that entire field there. Like, oh, these kids are being slow. This one bitch is hiding. Let's just send fireballs after her. Oh, 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 oh. She, she's winning. Let, let's send a pack of angry dogs that don't exist after her, but that will absolutely maul her. None of that exists here. Uh, you're seeing the grittiest side of the Hunger Games. And then once it's over, there's like another 40 minutes to this movie, man. And oh, you know fuck. what? Like I said, this is a movie and a half. And I kind of wish they just ended at the end of the Hunger Games and then just did another movie. This movie gets to explore the world a lot. You're exploring the world of Pan Am. The, the, the previous four movies, you saw a little bit of some of the districts. You saw a little bit of the capital, but most of that movie is the games. The next three movies is, again, a couple, couple scenes in the districts, and then everything is underground with the revolution. You, this, you actually like... Oh, hey, there's actually like a nightclub here in District 12 where uh, Rachel Ziegler performs. Oh, and because she won the Hunger Games, as we've said, this is spoiler alert. All our, all our shows are sold out now. Everyone is seeing Rachel Ziegler. People are going out of their way to see her. Like, you, you can't stop folks from, from loving her character. And it just goes on and on and on. Um, like I said, I hate prequels. But as far as this goes, I enjoyed it. I wanted to know more you're invested in the character that you're supposed to love to hate and um it's it's a different film and you can absolutely it's shown that you can do much more than this than just showing like you know children getting murdered it there's a lot more going on here you can show like how currency is earned and spent you can see how people get their food you can see how they're buying clothes how they're making clothes etc 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 and then just what you got to do to survive whether or not you're in the Hunger Games. So um, 
like I said, I'm giving this a low four out of five. Viola Davis is the best part of this movie. Peter Dinklage can be fun. He's definitely playing a Tyrion Lannister type. But um, Viola Davis is the best thing about this. Rachel Ziegler shows why she is a star. She, she performs a lot of singing. She does a lot of musical numbers in this. And again, it's not a musical where there's a dance scene and all that. Like oh. She gets chosen for the Hunger Games and then just breaks out into a song. Oh, whatever. She's doing a weird southern drawl, which I also don't understand. But guess what? This is not, not the real world. So it, it's whatever. It's I don't know if it's good or bad, but there's a lot of times it's like, bitch, what are you saying? Why would you talk? I'm going into the Hunger Games. When I come out, I won't be the same. You know, it's it's not far from that, Mike Fish. Honestly, it's really not far from that. So anyway. Uh, low four to five hunger games of songbirds and snakes uh again i liked it low four to five can't recommend anyone go see this in the theater if, again if you're a hunger games fan you've already seen the movie by the time this review drops and uh it'll you'll have more fun with it on netflix or, or whatever streaming service so but yeah it's really good i would say it was the second best one Ooh. my thought process i did not be care a- for those other three you're gonna do a you're gonna do a prequel of Hunger Games, flesh out the story of like what how did the first one come about? That'd be a more interesting story, I think. They can still they still have the option. Yeah, I to guess do they that. can still do that, buddies. They can absolutely still do that. But you know, I'd also like to see how Hunger Games Eleven goes now. You know, like things oh, I didn't give. Oh, we're like, gonna go yeah. into Fast and Furious territory now. We're gonna get into like Hunger Games Fifty Seven. Suzanne Collins has put us in a situation where she can do that if if they need us to make more movies. Uh, this movie cost a hundred million dollars. It grossed over the its first weekend, ninety nine million worldwide. I can't see us not having a sequel for this. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it cro- encroach into the period? Of like like I said, like when like the Harry Potter movie is really good. And then you could almost tell when uh, they're just writing these books to make movies out of them. And you, they could definitely see a, a turn in quality. Is that the same here? That's definitely here. Yeah, no, they definitely, again, because of the success of the books and the success of those movies, they made a fourth movie just to make another movie out of. They made a fourth book just to make another movie out of. That absolutely happened here. However, they did it better than the Fantastic Beasts series. And I actually liked Fantastic Beasts over Harry Potter. It was a little more adult. It was a little more grounded. Because of current events and a pandemic and a controversy with one of the stars, they had to like change things and it got mixed and muddled and it, it, it felt weird. So yeah. And then Dumbledore was accused of doing something with another man. <laughs> Dumbledore was accused of having a loving homosexual real- uh, relationship. I don't know. So what is it? Four, four out of five? For Low four out of five. But I enjoyed Hunger it a Games, lot. Hunger Games, Battle of Songbirds and Snakes. You mm-hmm. have a... And there's a lot of snakes in this again. Like again, an eight-year-old child drowns in snakes. Again, I'm sure she gets bit by them because they're all poisonous, but like, no, that bitch, like, even if they don't, she can't breathe under 
150 pounds of snakes. Like that, that should happen. Like, do, you, do you drown in snakes or do you just get suffocated by the snakes? This movie is if if you if you if if your daily mantra is fuck those kids, this is your movie. <laughs> this is fuck those kids the movie. It's gonna be the, the alternative title in uh the should have been. Countries. I was trying to open with that. I kept getting distracted. My bad. Well, there you go. Check it out. The Hunger Games the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Blow for whatever. All right, let's wrap this show up. By making let's wrap ourselves... it up. Let's, we've discussed a lot of this show. We've all grown as humans, I feel. So let's just uh, end the show by giving everyone the warm and fuzzy feels. And talking about this week's feel-good story of the week. And this week's feel good story comes to us from England. Uh, I think we can all say, um, unite as one to say, hey, breast cancer, that's pretty fucking shit. But thousands of women in England could now benefit from a drug that helps prevent breast cancer. Anastrozole. Google it. Don't don't go to your doctor and be like, this is what Mike said. Anastrozole. I don't know what it is. But it's been used for many years to treat the disease, but has now been licensed as a preventative option. Recent trials show that the drug can reduce the incidence of breast cancer by almost 50% in postmenopausal women at moderate or high risk of the disease. Charities said that it was a, quote, major step forward for women with a significant family history of cancer. Right now, an estimated 289,000 women could be eligible for the drug. And if just one in four of those came forward, it could help prevent over 2,000 cases of breast cancer in England, NHS England have said. So, boom, that's a pretty fucking good story. We just... Fuck you, cancer. And so hopefully breast cancer, because I, I think it's one of those situations where, you know, it's, it's you don't have to go far. What's the what's, what's the the five degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever thing is? That Six came degrees is? of separation. Six degrees of separation. I don't think many people like have to go far to find out someone close to them has been, you know, mm-hmm. had to deal with this shit. So it's just a horrible yeah. fucking thing. So, you know, we're, we're getting closer. To a cure for cancer or breast cancer, which sounds like a fucking good idea to me. That's the thing I saw myself. Right? That's what's up. What's up? Uh, right, I'm gonna escape from this light trap that I'm you in. Look like you're being attacked by someone. Oh, I'm, I'm just, you know. I, I, I felt quite distracted, I must admit, so I'm quite happy with how amazing I've been. Like, I look. You, you handle it like a pro, bro. Ah, it's going for my eye. It's like a scar. You look like a pirate. A pirate made out of sun. If you're not watching the video version on YouTube or Spotify, this this means nothing to you. But anyway, oh, still to come. Uh, what have we got? What have we got? We got podcast. We got a podcast. Cause you doing a podcast this weekend? If microdose, I know it's on Friday. It's a holiday. We were hoping to do something special. It didn't work out, so we will just. 
we're going to air an old episode you guys have possibly never heard or, or whatever. Ooh. But uh, check, look, I, I'm going to I'm going to go into the archives. I'm going to pull out something special from the Bosnet. It'll be on the Microdose RSS feed and uh, it will count as an episode this week. But basically what Kush is saying is he doesn't he doesn't care about you if you're outside of America, because all he's saying is, oh, well, it's a holiday in America. So if you're if you're in 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 Spain, and you don't celebrate Thanksgiving this Thursday. He's like, well, fuck you, Spain. I'm still on holiday. I want a break. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I am on a break. He's on a break. What are you going to do? Oh, oh my. I have to um, work tomorrow or on Friday. Yeah. That's like a 17 hour day. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our socials at Wolfbox on X, at Wolfbox Pod, and everything mm-hmm. else. You can follow this Joker on Facebook at Cushford Hayes. Follow me at Only Mike Fish. Make sure you go to enjoywalkbox.com for all the links of how you can support the show. We appreciate you. But until but before we go, Mike Fish. Oh, no, no, oh. before we go, Mike Fish. Again, it is Thanksgiving week. Oh, here. it is Tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and when the movie reviews, it'll be the day after Thanksgiving. But dude, I forget about the calendar holiday. Forget about the apartheid and the oppression. Based on the holiday meaning. What are you thankful for this year, sir? Turkey. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm not very thankful for, for, for health. Even God knows, okay. you know, the amount I drink and smoke, I have no right to the health that I have. But, you know, some people are lucky. Um, you know, friends and family, you know, shout out to, 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 to you, Mr. Hayes. We're now 125 episodes deep. Thank you, Blair. you know, we always say you know, it's the best part of Wednesday. Well, you know what? God damn it, it's the best part of Monday. I always enjoy looking forward. I always look forward to recording and chopping it with you for a couple of hours every week. So I appreciate you for helping me yeah, do thank this. You. Um, and yeah, other than that, I thank you for listening or watching because, you know, Spoiler alert, we don't do mega numbers. We're not getting that Spotify exclusive deal. But you know what? You know, whenever I do check it, I don't check the listens, but when I see one person, just the fact that one person has taken time out of their day to listen to me and Kush talk bollocks for a couple of hours is pretty goddamn sweet. So I appreciate you and I'm thankful for you. Kush, what are you thankful for? My list is a little longer. I know the, the, the music only goes so long, so you might have to loop it, but yo. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my mom, who's obviously still part of my family. Little sister Hayes. I'm thankful for little brother Hayes. I'm thankful for everyone that has been a part of the Bosnet family. We're talking Jamil Hemphill, Len Kabazinski, Kaina Guy, we're, uh, Robin Seto, uh, friend of the family, Mike Fish, who again, created the Waffle Box, thought we could be a part of this. And, and thank you for bringing us in, man. Like I sincerely appreciate, again, it's the best part of Wednesdays because I love doing this with you, dude. I am thankful for everyone who has listened to anything I've produced. I am thankful for the Serb squad who does chime in every day. You're a very small but incredibly loyal fan base. And I hope everybody has a safe and happy holiday. Please don't drink and drive. And uh, I look forward to uh, doing this again with you before Christmas. One oh. of these announcements. But yeah. Anyways, guys, thank it's you so season. much. And, um, Dude, hugs and kisses. Mwah. Oh. But until... Until... Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Until next week, take care of yourselves. And each other. All right, fuck it. I'm off to Vegas. Bye! <laughs> go! Go, 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 go!
Uh, that's all, folks.